Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey, Cool Job. My guest today is the human do-rag flap, the plantain supernova in the sky, he who is no fucking baby but a fucking man, the purveyor of not only audio art but visual art, one of the funniest and most inventively disrespectful political pundits of our time, and the light-skinned half of the Bodega Boys, the mayor of Smack City, the roast master-in-chief, the kid Miro. I'm in love with my Yo, how much do I got to peel off a cash right now for you to just follow me around for a week and do that? <laughs> Everywhere. Like a shop right. You know what I'm saying? No, like, totally. It's like a soundboard. I'm just like compliments forever. Like yeah. rose petals. Wow. Political pundit. That's lit. But you are. I mean, like. That's wild. That's what the fucking visual art is all about. That's wild. It's ill. Like, it's, it's wild because it's like I never thought like, yo, you're going to make jokes about the president one day and you will be paid handsomely for it you know what i'm saying like i never even never even gave it a thought i love and handsomely you know it's just like glinting yeah totally so yeah, you like, have the number one show on late night yeah no matter, oh no that's no matter, oh, phenomenal oh, oh, oh. um how does that translate in terms of like recognition like i feel like beyonce knows who you are i dream that that is true like i hope it's true i mean i definitely like ancillary people venn diagram like the math stuff. I think she knows who you are. Does Oprah know who you are? Because that's, that's like the deep. level, right? Like yeah. When Oprah, like we'll find out when this book drops. You know, what I'm saying we got the that's book. That's true. You know what I'm saying when we because you this have book so drops. much free time to Man. do other things. Like <laughs> the book. When I heard about that on Colbert, I was just like, oh, obviously because he has four children. That seems like a, a really logical thing to do with I'm your just time. Just my basement banging just, away on a typewriter and shit. Like stop banging on the door. Like I'm writing the next great American novel. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's really exciting. Yeah. So we'll find out if Oprah knows because if she puts it on the book club, then we know she's official. It's true. You when it, when does that book drop? <laughs> this shit is an idea right now. Wait, 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 wait. It's like doing your kegels. You're like right now. It's right dropping now. now? I right have now? no idea. Okay. Um, you recently purchased a piece of property. Yeah. In Jersey. I'm a homeowner. I'm a homeowner now. You are. So a homeowner. We're adulting out here. You man. are. I mean, do, hard. And that's. It is hard to yeah. buy a house. Yo, you don't just part with no, money and they give you a house. No. It's a wild pain in the ass. And like everything, you're dark. Motherfuckers pull all your financial skeletons out of your closet. Right. Like, yo, fam, you uh, owe $10,000 for a wrist surgery you never had. You know what I'm saying? Some scammers, apparently. Like, all that shit came up. Like, when I started, you know, when you're going through the whole mortgage process or whatever, my credit was terrible. And I got married to my wife. Shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Heather. And my credit went up. You know what Heather I'm really just like evens the playing field. You know what I'm saying? Like, my shit was great. My shit was terrible. Now our shit is like great. Like, okay ish. Average. You know what I mean? But like, it was a wild pain in the ass. And I'm not going to give a front like I did most of the paperwork because I didn't. But just the whole I process. I think people who know you probably assume that to Yeah, be exactly. True. Yeah. Like, yo, be mad smack with like a blanket over my ear. Like, mm hmm. I don't know about this interest rate. Because Heather has like two master's degrees, right? Yeah. yeah shut there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, bachelor's in poli sci. Uh, one master's in special education and one master's in educational leadership, which is like the I want to be a principal now and get the big bucks. Right, but masters. also has a bleeding heart, like pioneer plus yeah. bleeding heart, yeah. like no no child left behind. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild because she like when we met, we were both working in the same place, and she had like the quote unquote worst kids in the school. Mm. You know what I mean? And like every time, like if you work in a school in, a, in NYC, like they do these, like, you know, the state comes to visit every once in a while. And like the principal, 
has to show them a classroom like in action and mm. they would always pick hers you know what i mean because she always had her shit together and like a diorama like, yeah it's like this is what a, this is what a special education classroom <laughs> right. should be run like you know what i mean and she had everybody like falling in line and like doing all types of like great things you know what i mean so you know and it was like like we met under the circumstances and i was just like yo my class is like not the worst class but i'm like my kids are wilding over here you know what i mean like they're eating mr schwartzman alive you know what i'm saying and right, she's right. over there she got like the goon squad you know what i mean and she got them reading fucking steinbeck you wow. know what i'm saying which is like i was like wow shit this it's is like Ill. gangster's paradise playing in the was, background yeah i'm like what? I was like, what's coolio though what's the fast funny guy on the piano to like you know what i'm saying like, give a soundtrack totally. to all this so so she does all the paperwork and you get a house yeah she did the paperwork we got the house you know what i'm saying and Another thing I will comment on with buying a house is like you could think you have money and mm. then you buy a house. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, then what happens? Like, and then you're like, yo, oh shit, this heating, cooling, HVAC system costs $5,000 to repair. Holy shit. Oh, yo, I want my lawn to look like my neighbor's lawn. I got to pay these dudes $150 X amount of days, you know what I mean, to do it. Um, oh shit, I have to call my town to let them know that I parked a car on the street in front of my house instead of. Wow. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so all it's almost like things. the irony of being home invasion rich if you didn't have the home. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, bro, like, Whoa. I wasn't being broke to being house broke. I'm just like, wow, this is ill. But it's like, you know, it's it's good because it keeps me, like, from flying off the handle. Like, if I lived in, like, still an apartment and I was making money, mm. I would probably be wilding. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So, like, my kids in my house keeps me grounded. So does your doorbell chime fuck Wiz Khalifa? Fuck <laughs> It should. And now I'm gonna make it do that. Either that or like that. the alternate obviously being like suck my dick <laughs> from the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh shit, that's very creative. Shout out to you. Yeah, totally. So yeah. um how often do you find yourself back on East Tremont? Pretty often. My mom is, lives there, okay. so I go there like pretty pretty frequently. Um, my sister just had a baby shot the my sister oh, Ingrid and my right nephew on. Romero. <laughs> uh, which I believe she was named after me indirectly. Shot right, right, right. You know what I'm your name according to your uncle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and uh, but yeah, I'm there like pretty like weekly. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Interesting. And I still and I still purposely go and stand in front of the bodega for like at least an hour right, and right, just right. breathe the air. Yeah, but doesn't that sort of make you that person who like people conveniently drop by with like, "Hello, this is my spec script," or oh, like, <laughs> "Yo, so I got a lot of yo fam, yo, like I'm trying to do this music thing, right?" Every no, totally, time, yo, totally. I'm trying to do this music thing, right? You know what I'm saying? Yo, you should come to the crib. Y'all got beats. You know what I mean? Like, because people must have an idea of how well you're doing. Oh yeah. That. Like far exceeds very, reality. Very, very yeah. flattering. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yo, my man hit me up the other day, like joking around. He's like, yo, can I borrow five thousand dollars? I was like, oh, I hope this motherfucker's not serious. Right. I was like, because like, I mean, I can't like, like I, carry I like, the one. Yeah, like, <laughs> I could say, I mean, I got it, but like, I gotta say no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, totally. Because when you start saying yes to everybody, then Anthony Anderson told MC us, MC Hammer. Yeah, Anthony Anderson was like, yo, don't give motherfuckers money, like. Like, I, I love the flex <laughs> of like both the wisdom and the name drop. And yeah, like yo, the- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta give him credit for that because like I yeah. can't just say like, yo, this dude. But yeah, no, like it's kind of true. Like you can't just give everybody money. Like right. you can't just be like, yo, you're my man. Like you need a thousand dollars here or like or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Because when you start doing that, it snowballs, and then like you said, you become MC Hammer. It's and true, and then everyone's on your payroll except for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the money bag is trickling down, and by no, the time you totally. can see, it's just the bag with no money in it. Right, zero Luchinis yeah. falling from anywhere. <laughs> so, um, you obviously have the audio art, aka the Bodega Boys, Cute. recording here at Red right Bull Studios. Shout out to the sponsor. Huh? Um, and you also have Jesus and Mira on Viceland every night, eleven p.m. Yeah. So. 
this is like gonna incite a riot, but like, why still do the audio art? Because like TV, like TV is like TV, bright yeah. lights, big city, all that stuff. Like, yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a great question because it's like you would think like, oh, you're on TV now, you made it, you don't need to do this shit anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? But like the reality is that like TV's TV. Even though it's Viceland, shot the Viceland, and you get a lot of slack, and you get to say whatever, mostly whatever you want, you can't really say whatever you want. Right. You know what I mean? You still kind of you beholden don't reflect. To some, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like okay, with the podcast, you could literally do whatever the fuck you want. Mm. Like, doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And there's a certain like. Uh, rawness about the podcast that people fuck it's with. True. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and we we police ourselves. You know what I mean? Be like, it's oh, a that was problematic. problematic but, yeah, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? So it's like we understand like what's, what's going on. Like we're we're checking ourselves, but you can still say things. You know what I mean? And it will, and it will make the cut. You know, because yeah, I mean? totally. you decide what the cut is. You know, right, what I mean? right, right. whereas like with Vice Line, it's like, all right, cool. Like we did the show, we like this, so we're gonna try to keep it, but it has to go down to S and P. Because you have to kill some darlings. Because yeah. you shoot for two hours a day, but yeah. you wind up with a half hour show, yep. and it's not necessarily like the cream of the crop, like your favorite jokes. Yeah, it's, it's a compromise. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's like, you know, it's, it's cool. You know what I mean? And, and the money's great, but at the end of the day, you can't do every like you can't do anything you want. And that's the the freedom that you know the podcast affords. You know, so it's kind of almost a credibility move. I mean, pr- pretty much because you don't want you don't want to come out and motherfuckers are like, yo, they yo, change. yo, y'all ch-, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, y'all active. I look different in the light now. Be like, I on TV now. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I was getting that raw yeah. shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Y'all <laughs> Williamsburg and shit, eating kale and shit. Nigga, I seen you eating a pita, fucking cottage cheese pita. Nigga, what the fuck? Uh, you never ate cottage cheese before. What the first, what's the shit they got at 12 Chains? A cauliflower pita. They got a cauliflower pita. <laughs> Is it delicious? It's very yeah. good. It's very, so good. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, nah, nah. I'm like mad at myself. She's like, no. I know tahini's just like dairy, but <laughs> less gas. Yeah, totally. But, but, don't you think sometimes, as a person who grows up in New York, and who is from here, that New York is maybe the last place on planet Earth where credibility still matters? I mean, that's kind of true. Like, you can, f- you know, the saying, like, fake it till you make it. Like, you can really kind of pull it off in New York, like, and continue to fake it after you've made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, to me, credibility is better important because I'm from that, like, you know, kind of cornball, like, 90s era of, like, yo, you got to, you should got to be real. Be like, you can't be out here giving motherfuckers watered down bullshit, like, da da da. So, you know, also from selling drugs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want you, <laughs> you want your shit to be the rawest on the block? You can't. Sure, you cannot, one cannot step on it so many <laughs> you times. Know what I mean? yeah, I'm not trying to totally. behind my shit, you know? <laughs> but do you experience, like, a difference between, like, Bodega Hive and, like, Jesus and Miro fans? Um, it's, it's wild because it's, like, there's a lot of overlap. Like, but I don't, it's not, it's not a one-to-one. Is no, 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 it? no, no. I can it's feel not, it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Cause a lot of people, I mean, it's TV, right? So it's like, whereas the podcast, you have to go and look for it. TV is just like, blah, on your face. So if you're just channel surfing, you might come across, you know what I mean? The show. Whereas like, you know, the podcast is like, bro, I got to go into fucking iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. And like, look for these motherfuckers. Like, so that means that you already show an interest in the shit. But I mean, your whole gang is like the brand strength is built on how fucking deep stan you can be like have you like how smack do you get before you like check your reddit because it's weird in that there like but but sometimes it's like put me on like i didn't even know like i knew like there's people talking about this shit like this there's like forums talking about this shit so many forums yes yes people speculating people like like, yeah your your marital status also there's one which is so cute where all it says the thread's title is miro knows about us yeah, and that's, that's just like so weird. Because <laughs> like, 
like you know, the, you know the the old internet uh, adage: don't read the comments. Like I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like I read the comments all day. Like that's where I get feedback from. So if you're gonna tell me like I'm whack or I'm corny, like you might catch me in a bad moment and I'm gonna go off on you. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's like all caps, all caps, all caps. You know, <laughs> the barrage is coming. Like I seen people discussing my mortgage rate. My interest rate on my mortgage. They're so deep. And it was like, yo, because I said some shit like I got a 4.25 interest rate or whatever after Trump got elected, which the shit like I was going to lock in. This is wild, boring. No, I'm shit. so interested in this. I'm, I'm washed also. <laughs> Go on. Wash in. We out here. <laughs> I was going to buy in Paramus. You mm. know what I'm saying? Ended up, the crib ended up falling through, but we were going to lock in that. It was a $600,000 house that was way low priced like mm. you know what I'm saying like it was a huge fucking house and it was right behind the mall and the taxes were low and it was like prime spot like everything was dope my favorite thing to do is get stupid high and walk around shopping centers you no, know what I'm saying true. so it's like it was just it was perfect for me I was like I can walk to the mall yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. like from my crib I don't even gotta get in the car so I'm like alright this is perfect and the mortgage rate was like 3.23 which was like yo the, everybody was like yo this is time to lock in yo this shit went down blah 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 then you know the shit falls through because the home inspector comes through and it's like nope 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 and we were Which like, is uh, good in its yeah, own way. Yeah, you, you, know what I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? You save yourself like, you know, who knows how, much, who knows? how many thousands of dollars in who repairs knows? and shit. And, um, you know, the, the whole shit went down. So then, boom. Fast forward to, you know, Trump getting elected, blah, blah, blah. I moved into my new crib in March. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say where it is because I want a home invasion. Um, and the mortgage rate jumped the whole point. You know what I mean? And people were like, fuck. You know what I mean? It was like, in my mind, I'm like, this is all Trump's fault. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so many things yeah, like, in life. All, it's yeah, all Donald totally. Trump's Like, 100%. Because I'm like, yo, before you got elected, motherfucker, that she was 3.23, now it's 4.3 something. Mm -hmm, totally. It's your fucking fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, it, <laughs> like, you know, I just added that on the list of things that he's responsible for. <laughs> and I was mad. But I was like, fuck it. Like, I like this house. You know what I mean? And it's time to to move. You know what I mean? Because, like, like you were saying, like, the recognition shit was getting, it wasn't getting crazy, but it was getting, I was feeling it bubbling. And I would go to the mall, shot the Bay Plaza, you know what I'm saying? I still pull up. Um, and people, it was being more. It was more and more people being like, "Yo, son, yo, ah, whatever." And whatever. like, do you do people approach you like an Ursine mammal they when do. you're with your kids? Though they do. That's weird. They though, do. Right? It's, and, and I don't look. I don't mind it because I'm like I'm, I don't feel like I'm you know Justin Bieber or some shit where I got to be like. And I'm yet I, yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh, wait till I come out with the drop crotch in her shirt. Um, but like the shit with that is like, I don't I don't mind it, but it's like. There's certain situations where it's like, yo, if you see me in this situation, you should just probably keep it moving. And be like, yo, I fuck with the show. You know what I mean? Like, if my kids are wilding, or you see me and I'm flustered, like, yeah, 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 yeah. probably not the, now's not the time. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Probably now's not the time for, like, a picture. But even then, like, I feel like it's like a it's like a reprieve. Like, I could just be like, oh, shit, like, my kids are wilding, but, like, you find that funny. And you want to take a picture with me because you appreciate what I say on a fucking podcast. Because you show. are a number one dad and you live it. You know what I'm saying? I do, I do this shit, bro. I take my kids to the fucking virtual reality little chair shit. It's not a game, dog. We get Wetzel's pretzels after this shit. That is lemonades. expensive, too. Yo, this shit is no fucking joke. And I got four of them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, Kids are wild expensive. I was just thinking, like, just even the math, the exponential math, it's like anytime you want to go on vacation, it's like, why don't you just buy the island? Just buy the island. Just buy the island. Just let's start a resort. Let's just open up a resort in DR. Just and build we can just a resort go around your family. It's yeah, cheaper. <laughs> the overhead. You're like, and boom, done. Yeah, man. But I, I, honestly, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like I said, I am a wild animal, and my family keeps me grounded. Because if it wasn't for them, I'd probably be out here wilding. Do you have moments though when you go home and you're like, ah, oh, Miro Junior, my firstborn, beautiful, beautiful boy, and then you're like, ah, oh, another Miro, and then you're like, ah, oh, I have a daughter. Her yeah. eyelashes are the length of my arm, Yo, and then you're like, wait, there's another one. <laughs> Like, just, this is what four children is. Shout out to my third son, who <laughs> would have been my last daughter. 
I think about your third son a lot. I won't lie. To you. Yeah. He's he's so ill though because like he he's only two, but I feel like he understands his position mm, and the nuanced role. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he knows the dynamics. You know what I mean? Like, and he and he he really does shit to like really kind of elevate his game and be appreciated by the rest of the team. You know what I'm saying? Like we were at this little kid jump around place in Jersey. Like, you know, one of those like Billy Bees, like run yeah, around, yeah. climb this thing, slide down. And there's a little area that's like for ki- toddlers. You know what I mean? It's like you must be this short to enter here or whatever. Right. So there's like a touchscreen game in there. So my Meryl Jr. and Meryl the Third run in there and start playing with the little touchscreen game because they're iPad freaks. You know what I'm saying? They love it. This other little Yakub child comes out of nowhere and just kind of pushes them off <gasps> the game and it's like, yo, I'm playing this shit now. And then Meryl Jr. looks back at me and is like, Teach these devils. No, yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he looks back at me like, because. I've told him, like, oh, you can't hit people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, whatever. Right, like, right, you can't right. wild out and just, like, because he punched a camp counselor and did the camp counselor got him mad. deserve it? Probably did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but I've told him, like, yo, keep your hands to yourself, whatever. So he looked back at me, like, I'm about to duff this guy. Like, what, what, what do I do? And I was like, I was like, just chill. And as I'm telling him, just chill, and I'm walking over, Meryl the fourth walks, like, sp- like, bullet speed, <sighs> comes in. Boom, just forearm shivers this kid to the ground and gets on top of him and starts whacking him in the face. Like, pop, 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 sunning him. This kid's like four. Wow. Meryl the fourth is two. You know what I'm saying? Just floors him. The other two are like, oh, shit, yo. And they're just like, oh, yo, he's fucking him up. And I'm, like, and I'm like, yo, chill, 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 chill. I'm like, yo, chill, chill, chill. And I told the other kid, I was like, yo, listen, when you wait in, when you waiting to use a game, you got to wait, fam. You can't just push kids off the fucking game. You understand me? I don't know where your fucking parents are. You know what I'm saying? But go find them. Also, the inherent lesson is you don't know who has brothers Exactly. <laughs> who has a wild yeah, fucking totally. maniac brother that's going to come and spear you for touching the balloon drop game. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, that's you know, amazing, you know, though. You know yeah, totally. He's, teamwork. He, he definitely yeah. got the game ball for that one. Makes you know what I'm saying? Teamwork, yeah. <laughs> so you do this show every single day. And I know just, you know, having been a guest on the show, proudest moment of my yeah. life. Um, illustrious guest. Illustrious guest. You don't have like a room full of writers and no. all these dry erase boards and like an IFB in your ear where people just pipe in jokes. Like you guys don't have that. No. Which is why I feel we're grossly underpaid because I'm like, yo, you you saved yourself hiring 15 writers and you just got two dudes. Why aren't we making $10 million? I love how the talent changes. You're like, we're paid, we are compensated handsomely, aka, where's the rest of my fucking money? Like, you know what time it is, Barry? We charge these motherfuckers for what they did to the cold crush. Um, so, yeah. So how much pre-writing jokes do you do? Absolutely none. We just look at what we're going to talk about that day. Like and how much, how, like what time do you get up? What time do you get in? How does that sausage get made? It used to happen, like it used to be like I would come in at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock and just kind of, you know, talk about whatever it was and blah, 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 blah. And now it's to the point where it's like we've been doing it so long. Mm. It feels like forever, but it's literally a couple hundred episodes, I think. I don't know how those count. And October 17th is when you launched and <sighs> you're like a daily. So you've done hundreds and hundreds Damn. of episodes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like... Now we're to the point where I pull up at like 11.45, like 15 minutes before we're supposed Boop. to go on. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? The guest is there already. Yeah, like I'm outside smoking a Newport 100 and shit. Like, yeah, I come jump in the chair, get my face beat, you know what I'm saying? And just jump, get out there. You know what I mean? But that's and, wild. And Actually, in I the mean, car, I'm looking at the topics. Like, I don't even look at them in the studio anymore. Like, it used to be I would come in early, sit there, look at them in the studio, open my laptop, open all the links, da da da. And I'm in the car, like, smoking an L on the way to work. So that, you know, like, as a TV person, I've done like, news i've done like live i've done like you know prompted shit whatever i've done all of it 
That is an extremely crazy thing. Like, I know that you guys don't aren't live like you edit it, obviously. But like to come in and do a show like that, that is wild. Like, can you even feel your face? Like, how fucking tired are you? <laughs> it's, it's ill because it doesn't even feel like work. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's and it's such a corny well, thing well, to well, say. Watch Vice be like, let's pay them less. Yes, like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> you want to make the same as a dude who fucking cleans the sink? Help me! Like, let's get it. He probably makes more than me. Um, and he's union. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the ill dental vision you know what and everything. All that. <laughs> they got the Waffleck spending account shit. I'm just like, everyone bro. is in network. Yo, what the fuck, bro? I'm like, yo, my list is man short, dog. I can't even get therapy, man. This shit ain't covered. Now I'm out here. Definitely get therapy. Yo, get therapy. Take care of your mental health. You know yeah, what I'm saying? very important. We, we're going to talk about that after yeah. that self care. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like just as like a person who obviously like you know I'm a huge fan. I've been. Bodega Hive since you didn't know where Lake Tahoe was. Um, <laughs> oh my god, is this shit in Tahoe? No, Tahoe? <laughs> oh my god, it's like circa when you guys were still using that crappy mic in like possibly the back of a bathroom. Yo, like, those that was some when, struggle days. Yo, those were like the Save of the Bell College years. It was like, damn, I don't really want to do this, but like we're going to do it. It was really, we were at MTV and we were just sitting around doing nothing. And it was a lot of like, we were just, shout to Charlemagne for putting us on his show or like you know campaigning to get us on his shit because we were just sitting around like doing a lot of nothing like coming up with ideas and be like yo what about this and they'd be like yeah let's table that for later you know what i mean we heard a lot of that and it was like yo what are we doing you know what i'm saying we're here for the, like the thing that's so crazy about just to go just rewind a little bit for mm-hmm. the origin story is that like you guys are new as a thing together yeah ish yeah. like so back in like Jesus versus miro days mm-hmm. like so the complex sort of pod slash show that started at all that was like 2013 and it was like december 2013 yeah. so, so like this is 2014, like yeah so basically yeah. and like donnie kwok who shout out to donnie, sh- shout out to donnie. he's at the ringer now um he reached out to Jesus, who reached out to you is yeah, that correct i got an email from donnie mm. being like yo we're thinking about doing a podcast you know what i mean like you have a good rapport with this you know what i mean with this dude He's like, would you like to do a podcast with him? Like, you could do one by yourself. You could do one with him. I'm like, yeah, what, like it's dope. Like, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll do it. I'm not like I had a blog. You know what I mean? Like, that was my really my entree to like internet shit. And when he came around with that, he was like, yo, your shit is funny. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would pair well with this dude. Like, and y'all have a rapport already, like via Twitter and shit. And it was just like, oh, this makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Like, let's do it. But that's wild though, because like, and I know you guys talked back and forth on Twitter and whatever. But mm-hmm. like, until you sat together and work together you'd never work together no so like, i mean and you now the fucking chemistry is crazy so like you've done like 80 like you've done hundreds and hundreds of things oh, together yeah. and now the funny thing about listening to the the audio art is sometimes you're so smacked and sometimes you're just flying mm-hmm. and the shit is so tangential and fucking random yeah and the other one still finishes your sentence. Like it's like that—that's crazy. You don't step on each other at all anymore. Yeah. Like, was that chemistry always there? I feel like in the beginning, like in the, I feel like it always was. Like in the, if you listen to early episodes of Jesus versus Meryl, there's still like we step on each other a little bit, and it just gets less and less as time goes by. Yeah, you know it's, what I mean? Because it's, it's kind of like yeah, you know what I mean? It's like I feel like by the time we got to video, like that was done. Yeah, you that was I mean? like, like six we, episodes, and yeah, you were done with that. You know what I mean? So, Did, like, what did that feel like? It was it was it was dope, and I but I knew it was gonna happen because it's like we have so many sh- like similar experiences and like coming up in the Bronx or whatever, and like going to high school in the Bronx, and you know shopping in the Bronx, living in the Bronx, dating in the Bronx, doing all these things s- locally, 
like there's such there was a lot of like very specific things that we like we had in common like you like yo yo you had, you dated a girl from co-op city yo me too yo we used to go to the amc in bay plaza and like yo i would get a handy in the fucking bathroom you know what i mean like that type of shit so it's like we <laughs> we go back and forth trading like war stories about shit that we've gone through and lived or whatever and the similarities the similarities are 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 always there because of growing up in the bronx West Indian parents, you know what I'm saying? Like all like there's so many things. But then there's also like the differences. And it's I feel like that's what makes the chemistry dope. Is like, even though he's like I'm not into anime, I'm not like I'm not a computer guy. That's his shit. Right. You know what I mean? And he's like much more of a nerd than you are. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and it's like that's not my world, but I know like I know enough about it to like hang when he's like to finish a sentence when he says like, yo, this motherfucker because like the um on the show the other day, he uh he brought up this dude got robbed on Dykeman and he's running down the oh, street like he's like yo he's running like the dude from Attack on Titan and shit like that and I'm like I've never seen that show in my life but, you but know I what? knew like like oh he's talking about the, the fucking floppy, the floppy yeah. like weird face guy <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean even though I've never seen this shit like I, I'm, I know that reference and shit just because like I know he's mad at the anime so like when something floats across my timeline or whatever right. that's anime related when like, it's zeitgeisted see. enough yeah. then you know it yeah so in terms of like have you ever like worked with anyone else before or try to write something with someone else before? Nah, it's funny because like I never like when I got like, you know, down with Victor and everything like that, like I at that point I didn't have representation, like I didn't have an agent or a manager or anything. How long like that. ago was this at this point? <sighs> this is like two thousand and ten. Okay. I believe. So the year I had after no Twitter. <laughs> I had no kids at this point in my life. And um I was doing Victory Light, the blog, and I know which now you need an invitation to even like right, check out the blog spot anymore. Because I shut it down, and I was just like, "Yo, why am I just letting this shit sit on the internet? Like, I can make a book out of this. I can do something with this." And so many people told me that I was like, "Yo, you know what? You're fucking right." But you're gonna send me an invitation, right? Of course. Okay, thank you. Because know you. it's really frustrating. It was there for so long, and then yeah. I was like, "What the f- what the fuck?" Happened? Just walling the garden apropos of nothing. But that's <laughs> smart. You should totally make. It yeah, fun. you know, yeah. you gotta monetize shit out here, and it's funny because um. Like when I was I was doing that and I wasn't even on Twitter. Like this was like uh like 2000, 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. And um I get on Twitter in oh, like 09 cuz my homegirl was like, "Yo, your blog is funny, but nobody's seeing this shit because you're nobody's you're not telling people about it." Like mm-hmm. how are you going to tell who are you telling about your blog? I'm like, "I don't know, like nobody." Cuz really it was an exercise and just like it was just catharsis for me cuz I w- when I was working at the school mm-hmm. and my homeboy was like, "Yo, we should start a, like a lifestyle blog. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll write about sports. That's like someone being like, 2000, let's start a street where like, yeah, exactly. like, what is exactly. this even? Exactly. Yeah. And I was just like, but my friends are all apathetic weed heads. You know what I'm saying? So it was like after a certain point, it was like, it's just me writing on this shit. You know what I mean? Of so course. then like, I, you know, so I switched up, you know, switch up, blah, 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 victory late, whatever. And just ran with it. And at the time I was like in the school and I would get to, to work like an hour early. Because you, you were teaching, you were at, Teaching like middle school, yeah, I like was, the middle school you went to, yeah, yeah. It, it was ill because I was I had lost my job at some re- like think of like Ann Taylor or some some retail place or whatever, and my mom was like, "Yo, you are fucking up. Like you're a grown ass man. You're working retail. Like you need a real job." How old are you? <sighs> Twenty, twenty two. So old enough for it to be like, eh, but like yeah. young enough to be really aimless. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So did the whole process, whatever. And she was like, you need a city job. You know what I mean? Like you need a city job. You need to be a toll booth worker. You need to be a whatever. They and I make was like, so much money, toll booth workers. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, they're trying like to make trash ca- people. Yeah. Like, it's like so much money. Yo, and my, I guess my mom was hip. So she was like, yo, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to get a union job, work for the city. I was mm-hmm. like, 
She's right. not wrong. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So I was like, all right, you know, traditional like immigrant parent shit. Like, yo, get in there, work, get a solid job. Where retirement you know, is Exactly. Ill, yeah, you know totally what I mean? You get an ill pension. Benefits. You know, you pay into the t- 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 blah, blah, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so I'm like, oh, wait, they pissed us. Like, <laughs> I can't do anything your that pissed us. Your conviction to your first job is very loyal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah totally. oh, shit. And then Board of Education does a piss test. I was like, oh, okay. So then I got in. And became a paraprofessional. And I started off as a substitute paraprofessional. And motherfuckers would call me up and have me come to their middle school and be in the special ed classrooms with the with the teacher when the paraprofessional was out. So you would so, just be kind of on call. Yeah. Like an emergency right. teacher. And like for anybody that's worked in the DOE, like they know in a school, like in the school, like food chain, the paras are like the low man on the totem pole. Like wow. you're making t- 20 grand a year after taxes. All the kids are like, you're not Whoa. a real teacher. Fuck you, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fuck you, nigga. You ain't a real teacher. Suck my dick. All that crazy shit. And on top of that, you got the teachers also having that same attitude towards you. Right, where it's right. just like, you're a fucking, what are you? What are you? How many college credits do you have? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, and from doing that, I got into full time at the school where, because you have to get kind of selected by a principal. It's weird, like, political. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, So, like, I happened to know the principal in the school that I went to as a kid. She taught my brother English. So, when I went there, I was like, yo, you know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> I subbed there one day, <laughs> yeah. and then it was like, I subbed there the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. So, they kept me on, like, as a long-term sub. And some days, I would just be in there doing nothing. And then other days, I would be in there have the worst day of my life. Like, four days in a row. Yeah, just you know like what I'm saying? War, yeah. We're just like kids fucking with you and like not listening and just being like the teacher being like, yo, do this impossible thing. Like, you and know it's what I mean? So like, loud. Yo, yeah. it's wild. And as soon as that bell rings, like you said, it's the most deafening roar of kids running in the hallway, f- punching each other, wilding out. Cause this school, I went to this junior high school. Like it's wildhood. It's on 176 of Morris, shot the 117, gang gang. And the kids there kind of like a lot of them don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like and it sucks to see as an adult, but as a kid, you're like, yo, we're wild and we're having fun. But yeah. as an adult, you're like, damn, you're fucking up, dog. Like, junior high school is kind of important. It kind of decides where you go to high school, which kind of decides, decides everything else. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So totally. it's like, uh, um, so it was like depressing at times and whatever. So then I'm like, all that energy is like bottled up in me and I would just release it every day at like 7 a.m. But that's kind of, but that's why. And it was angry and broke. No, sure, it was really angry. In fact, like a lot of like your early fans talk about how much your early work informs their professional lives. Like so many people after they get fired, read or (laughs) listen to your shit. So, so you, but but it wasn't like, oh, I'm doing this to be discovered or was it? No, it was just, it was literally just like a cathartic, like experience with me it was like yo take all this rage internet you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like i was like writing on message boards at the time and shit like shout to 12 ounce profit shout to the fat spot you know what i'm saying which is now on smash or whatever a lot of people don't know a lot of people came from that message board like i talked to yams on that shit before he was like yams when he was just like stevie you wow. know what i'm saying and like r.i.p to the god and that like kind of scene kind of cultivated like that shit moved to twitter you know what I mean? And like I see. blogs and shit like that. So like when I was doing Victory Light, like Yams actually hit me up and was like, yo, um, I didn't even know Victory Light was your shit when I got on Twitter. He was like, I didn't even know Victory Light was your shit. Yo, thousand blessings, my G, like whatever, whatever. And I was like, yo, wow. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit. You know what I mean? And then like people, like, you know, people who were like celebrity Taste people me. Yeah, <laughs> and shit like that are like, you know, kind of plucking my shit and being like, yo, this shit is funny, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh shit. That's when I was like, oh. I was like, we could make some money doing this. Mm. Okay. But prior to that, it was like, 
So at what so after Jesus versus Mirror, you did like forty six, fifty some odd shows, and then you were like, "Fuck this, we're not doing it." Or like, how did that stop? It stopped because we didn't have like a space. You know what I mean? And then we did uh, Beats One Radio. We did Time Crisis with Ezra Koenig, shout to Ezra. Um, and in that radio show, Despot was there, and Despot was like, "Yo." Um, we told we were like, yo, we're trying to get our shit on like some official, you know, crystal clear audio type right, shit. Right. You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, yo, my man's at Red Bull. You know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. So Max Wolf, like all of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was actually Max. You yeah. know, so shout out to Max. So he, we got put on and we just came here. Mad people think like Red Bull came through and scooped us up and like sponsored us or whatever. No, nah, it wasn't even like that. It was just like, you know, close mouth, don't get fed. And Despot knew to plug, plugged us in, and you know here we were, here we are. Yeah, I feel like Despot is like patient zero for so many things. Yo, secretly yeah. and not so secretly, he just knows everyone. Yeah. It's so creepy. He's like Illuminati on the low. He really is. <laughs> so and and but in terms of like, at what point? Because you've done all these podcasts. In at what point were you like, I'm quitting my day job? Was that the MTV era? It was. Yeah, it was MTV. I remember very vividly calling my principal the day like the ink was dry on the contract and being like yo i'm not coming back and this was like you know teachers are supposed to kind of report you know like a week in advance or whatever and get ready for the school year or whatever and you know you call your principal you're like yo i'm coming in you get a letter in the mail whatever and um i didn't do any of that so she calls me she's like yo what's going on like i didn't get your letter like what's going on like are you like what's good and i was like no nah, i'm good like i got a job at mtv and she was like get the fuck out of here and then i just sent her i texted her a picture of the office the office is on the 26th floor at 15 15 15 yeah. so, i know, did like, a bicom bid too you know what so, mean? yeah Shout out to you, you know what i mean gang, gang you got the necktie <laughs> god no but i'm sure like the implant of the base of my skull is still there <laughs> the lodge <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's ill about the lodge? I went there like the first week working there, the f- literal the literal first day. Working okay, there. the lodge is the cafeteria have... at yeah, fifty fifty. By the way, yeah, for you know the uninitiated. Yeah, um, the literal first day there, we go to the cafeteria and it's World Day. You know how oh, they shit. have the World yes. Station and, and the you're World like, Day. What ignorance is afoot? Yo, yeah, and it was the Dominican Republic. Shut up! And I was like, Yo, gang, they had like the thorns and shit. And I was like, Yo, this race is kind of sus, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, Yo, there's a sign B. I'm built for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, <laughs> Providence. Yeah, amazing. You know what I mean? So, but that day I had called the principal and just sent her. You know, had the whole conversation with her and sent her like a selfie of me with my back to the window facing like the Hudson, and it was like you could yeah. see all the buildings and shit like that. The and she LTRL was like, shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she was just like, oh, she was like, okay, shit, do your thing. I was like, yeah. And also, it's kind of crazy because you came on as like talent. Yeah. Which is like a whole thing. Speaking of that, and speaking and right, like writing, like because the dude that we had the meeting with, he was like, yo. Who um, was the dude that you had the meeting with? Um, it- Paul Paul Ricci. Shout out to him. Okay. He he was like, yo, so what do you guys like? You guys write? You know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, we do all that shit. Like, I, like that was back yeah. when I was like gung ho, like Coke Dream Marrow. Right, like, right. He's like, what yo, do you do? You're like, yes. Yes, everything. He's like, yo, would you guys any. Sh-? I was like, yo, we got six shows ready to go, my nigga. Let's get it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Let's do it. And he was like, okay. I'm like, I bet. So we get there, and that was like our thing, like kind of like Swiss Army knife. Like, yo, we're going to write, we're going to do this. So, you know, so we wrote on a couple things that never saw the light of day. Like, I did a pilot for Nick Cannon. That was like wild, like some wild shit with Rosa Acosta, shout out to her. And, um, you know, just like a lot of wheel spinning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes that like that particular salt mine can be. Yo, serious. <laughs> deep depths. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, when I realized, I was like, yo, there's a TV here. as has an HDMI port. I got an Xbox at the crib that I'm not using. <laughs> 
Then it became like play Xbox at MTV was my job. <laughs> like smoke weed in the staircase, then come play Xbox. Here's a war totally. two for hours was my job. And I was like, all right, this is cool. But like, you don't want to become complacent and let, like your career die. Right. Because totally. you're not really doing just, anything. Right, right. Just know? wither in your heart. So yeah. at what point did you make the flip? Like, because the other thing about Viacom that's fucking crazy, especially as talent, especially as like, you know, you did Charlemagne stuff, you did like Guy Code, mm-hmm. all that stuff, is they lock you into these like fucking almost like 360 deals in the fucking yeah. pen and pixel era where they just yo, own you yo, for like ever. That was, that's yo, mega ultra incredible shout out to Victor like the career GPS but how did he, the Jedi mind trick happen because that's really hard we did a two year we did a two year they, they like, it's like seven year minimums that shit that's crazy it's wild like yeah. I heard about that and like we had conversations with other and talent you twirled your mustaches and went <laughs> <laughs> I was like you don't have Victor yeah <laughs> advocating for you wait how did you meet Victor so like, like I was saying before like around 2010 I just had this blog mm-hmm. and Victor brought me up at a meeting that he was at, where he was like, I think he might have been the only person of color in this meeting. Oh, shit, I hate and, those melanin rooms yeah, where you, you know look what I'm around, you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, fuck. And he was like, yo, this dude is really funny. Like, he has a blog. I see potential there. Like, he's mad funny. He should be represented by somebody and, like, you know, have projects and do stuff or whatever. Now, before that, I had gotten... Um, uh, like offers and shit just because I didn't have an email on the blog. So people would just leave shit in the comments. Like, yo, have you ever written for TV before? So like <laughs> there was a dude who literally in my comments was like, have you ever written for TV before? And was like, uh, I was like, no, but I will. You know what I'm saying? Like dude left his email. I might be going to blow him up. It was whatever at dot com. Yeah. Like, yo, watch this. You know what I'm saying? Read the script, whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, like this shit is cool. And he's like, yo, can you send me in some sketches? So I sent home me in some sketches. And he was like, yo, this shit is mad funny, but it'll never make the cut of this show. Like, it's too raw, it's too, like, wild. And I was just like, that's what I do, bro. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, and at that time, I was kind of, like, whatever about shit like that because I didn't realize, like, yo, this could change your fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you can't really even think about each opportunity like that because then you just, like, fuck yourself up and you can't write. Right, Yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, like, I was caught in that weird in-between where it's like, at one point, I was like that, like, yo, I have to do everything, you know yeah. what I mean? And then Victor, thank God I had found Victor about that time, but he was like, chill, bro, like, don't do this for $200 and lock yourself into a, you know, two-year agreement with this people where you can't t- write for this publication or whatever the fuck. And, um, but the way I met him was, he was reading the blog and he brought me up at a meeting and he brought it up to his, um, to Christina Bazdikas, who is my TV agent, and, uh, she was kind of like her, his like senior, you know what I mean? Mm. Like she kind like his, she was, uh, he was kind of her like protege. Right. And, um, she's putting him onto game and he's like, yo, I got this dude. Let's get it. You know what I mean? So I meet up with them. And by this time, like I had realized like, yo, these people are hitting me up being like, yo, I want to represent you. And they'll take you out to eat for free. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So it's like, I had no intention of signing with anybody. And yeah, I was just going yeah. to, you know, dinner after dinner after dinner, like dubbing motherfuckers left and right. Because I'm like, yo, bro, like, this ain't for, you know what I mean? Like, this ain't, I can't make no money doing this shit. Like, come on, stop. And um, linked up with Victor and Christina. And where everybody else was like, yo, meet me a rappy though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going <laughs> to buy you a fucking quesadilla. They were like, yo, meet us at the W. You know what I'm saying? Union Square. Like, blah, blah. And I was like, where? Oh, it's lit. So I pull up. And mind you, they had never met me before. They just knew me from the blog. They hadn't even seen pictures of me because I, I wasn't even, I don't think I was on, I was on Twitter. But nobody knew who, what you looked like for yeah. a really long time. For it's a true. minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and like, so I go to meet them 
And I remember Christina being like, I thought you were going to be a white kid from Dartmouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, your shit is too spot on. Because everybody's like, yo, Victor Lay was angry. It was hood, but it was, but it was smart. mad polysyllabic and smart. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Totally. So it was like, I was like, okay. And the like, references were really You like, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm doing whole things about Morrison. Like, yo, dog, you live on East Streamer. How do you know about this? You know what I mean? Like, I used to do the White Nigga Hall of Fame. That was like a recurring thing. And people were like, how the fuck do you know so much about like. But you, you actually must have a little bit of a photographic memory or something i don't maybe i don't know like, because I, even there's a couple of weird things about there's a let me tell you what's weird about you um no it's the fact that your um breadth and depth of knowledge is really crazy but also your your knowledge base is older than you are yeah to younger than you are yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. there's more wiggle room there you you make references as if you were born in the mid 70s yeah because because of my older cousins like i grew up dominican household with 30 people at minimum at all times <laughs> and like i got you know cousins that are 40 50 and they're putting me on to shit from when they like i was listening to like fat boys and shit when i was like six no because you know i, mean? I was so doing like, the math even like when you're talking about like wu-tang i'm like but you were 10 yeah you know what i mean it's, which is which is wild but it's like i remember specifically being with gumby shot the gumby in the car and going to McDonald's to get cheeseburgers and listening to uh, Mystery of Chess Boxing for the first time and hearing that shit for the first time and being like, yo, yo, this shit is fucking ill. Like, mm. wow. And I was like a kid. You know what I mean? Like, when Doggy Stock came out, I was nine going on ten. Right. And, but I had that shit. You know what I mean? Because it's like my older no, cousin was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, here. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm I mean, saying? and you never fucking know, man, like what that kind of shit germinates into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like you're saying, like, so a lot of this shit is like people are like, yo, you got you 45 years old. I'm like, nah, dog, nah. Like, I nah, actually I'm think not. it's really funny that you guys' birthdays are really close together, too. Yeah, it's wild. Taurus's. It's, it's creepy. It is really creepy. It's, and so you, you. But apparently I'm under a different moon. Like, oh, what is that? Totally mean? a thing. Yeah. It's, it's time thing? of day that you're born. Like, you're okay. rising and, oh. It's your, it's your, well, whatever we can talk about later. Um, <laughs> so you, you meet, you meet them and they become your career GPS. Yeah. And so, but Victor is also Jesus's yeah. manager. Yes. Yeah. So he became Jesus manager as well when we were doing Jesus versus Merrill, because we did the first like batch of, of shows and then like, you know, our contract was up and then it was time to like, you know, renegotiate a new contract or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, at that time I was like, man, I was like, I was like, yo, do you have like a, somebody that looks at your shit or whatever like that? And he was like, nah. So I was like. Yo, let Victor, let Victor, like, speak on your behalf for, for whatever, so you could get, you know what I mean, your max, like, your actual worth, you know yeah, what I mean, or, totally. like, you know, at this, you know, it's, we weren't making money, really, at that point, but it's, like, we were just happy to get our foot in the door type of shit, you know yeah, what I mean? you guys we were, like, like, sharing, like, a Metro card and yeah, stuff at this it was point, wild. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like, we weren't making a ton of money doing this shit, but it was, like, yo, this is our, like, I'm, like, I'm, me, I was Coke Dream McGee from day one. I was, like, yo, I knew this is, like, once we get in, we're good. Yeah. Like, we, we can't miss, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know this shit is money. I know it's gonna win. Like I know, once we get in front of the right people, like it's off to the races. So I was like, "Yo, Victor, let Victor speak on your behalf, you know, to these fucking Jacobian devils, and like we'll be straight." And that, you know, that's how that started. It is crazy to me in hindsight, like knowing where you are now, that a Victor isn't like just the worst person. You know what I mean? That yeah. he turned out to be good for both of yeah. you, and that neither of you are crazy. Because like. At no point was Jesus ever like, well, this is kind of technically like my deal. So like, you know, I'm like the talent and you're like the supporting act. Like, it's never been that way. No, huh? I mean, like, but I, that's rare for dudes. No, yeah, no, because it's true. Like dudes always want to be like the alpha. Male yeah. And, but and that kind of shit just happens naturally yeah. all the time. I mean, for me, it was just like I'm one of three kids. And like I said, like I grew up in a house with mad people. So I was like, I just do what I do. 
And like you do what you do, you know what I'm saying? It works. It's like peanut butter and chocolate. It's delicious together. You know what I'm saying? But like at the same time, it's like I know my shit is popping. I know your shit is popping. I know that we could go and do our thing solo and it'll still be, it'll still hit. It's like G-Unit. Like when G-Unit came out and mm-hmm. fucking, you know, 50 came out, then Banks came out, then Yeah Yo came out and they all the, went platinum. Well, do not, that Buck album was really great as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. Buck. And he went platinum too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they all went fucking platinum. Like who keeps dropping mixtapes and shit to go on platinum just because he's like part of that crew. So it's like, I knew, um, I, like I, I knew God, like you're yo, this, so old yeah <laughs> I'm like this shit is like, but what about Olivia yeah, like, yeah yeah I'm like this shit is hitting bro don't worry about it like we're good but I never felt like that That's to me that's corny too like to compete I'm like bro if we can make more money together yeah you know what I mean like if we could accelerate the process because I felt like shout out to John Caramanica for picking me up and putting me in the New York Times just off the train for Victory Light you know what I mean like and, and the people knowing it you know what I mean so like I was out there already you know what mm-hmm. I mean and I knew I was like yo hooking up with Jesus is going to accelerate this process. You know what I mean? So it's like, instead of waiting X amount of time to pop, like it's going to happen faster because it's like double strength. You know what I mean? Like I know what I'm bringing and I know what he's bringing. So it's going to be some, it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's just exponential, exponential synergy shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, I knew this is going to go down. But do you guys have like paperwork being like, this is half mine. This is half yours. This is yours. This is mine. Things like that. For shit. That's like, we do as like, you know, bodega boys or you know Jesus and Mero whatever it's it's all goes into one place and we just divvy it up and so it's like it's never like oh I came up with this you know what I mean or I came up with that you know what I mean like that's it's so just, nice because the rate at which you guys both come up with shit like you would just be counting beans forever you know what I mean I'm like yo if I would have put everything I said on a fucking t-shirt you know how much money motherfuckers have <laughs> <laughs> you know it's I mean? so true but again I find that to be really rare I mean w- as someone who was thinking about like going into a partnership or something like that? Is that a piece of advice that you would happily dispense? Like, don't, don't partner with a petty person. Yeah, don't get gassed and don't par- partner with somebody who's gonna, you know, be petty and be like, "Yo, I came up with that." No, nah, I came up with that. No, nah, I came up with that. If you could just throw it into the pool of like we came up with this mm-hmm. and make more dough, you know what I mean? Because you could come up. Let's say you come up with some shit and it's whack, and your partner comes up with some shit and it's popping. If you're in a partnership, like you're good, like you know what I mean. Like it's like your credit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like exactly. You (laughs) know what I mean? So I was like, I went into it with that same mentality. Like, yo, it doesn't matter. Like, if he's slacking, I'm gonna pick him up. If I'm slacking, he's gonna pick me up, and we'll be cool. So, in terms of like Viacom and getting a two year deal, were you ready to walk away if they were like, no, we have to own you straight up? I was because I really I had no experience in TV. Like I had no knowledge of like, yo, this is you know what I mean. Like, what's it like to make this much money? You know what I mean legally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> for real, because I'm like, yo, the most money I've ever held in my hand up to that point has been illegal money. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't, I wasn't, I had no frame of reference for this shit. I didn't know, like, this is how much money you should be making. This right. is what and a deal should look like. Anything you get is a plus yeah. is where you're You know at. what I'm saying? Yeah. And going from making 20 grand a year to making what we negotiated, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I love know? that it's so much that you... Or reluctant to tell me. Oh, that no, it was like a, nah, it was like a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like you can barely survive in New York as a single person. Money, you right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like you can barely pay your own rent. Money type shit. That's the funny shit because people hear a hundred thousand and yeah. I'm like, bro, nah, bro, that's yeah. the deal. That's what the deal is. Right. That's not what I'm taking home. And then taxes. It's like the yeah. TLC math on the whiteboard exactly. where you're like, and then I take home this. this yeah, and totally. This and this, you know. So and and when Viceland happened, were you like, okay? Because I know I was talking to you guys 
between MTV and Viceland, and when Viceland happened, you did really feel like a sense of arrival, right? Where you're oh, like, yeah. okay. It was like, this is our show now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like we're featured on a show or we're writing for somebody's and show. And it's it kind like, of perfect, too. Like, the PTI guy, like Eric Reidholm, yeah. is like the one EPing it and it's stuff like him. that. Yeah. yeah. He gave it the structure, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, yo, he's, he, and he reached out a long time ago. Right. He reached out like, I want to say almost pre MTV. And was like, I love what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 this at the third. And it was just like, all right, cool. Like, this is a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? And we linked up and, and talked and whatever. And I was like, all right, let's get it. And, um, but like, when we got there, like, it's wild because that shows you like relationships, what relationships can get you. Cause like, I remember meeting Ezra and not knowing who he was. Ezra Koenig. Yeah, shout yeah. to Ezra Koenig. And I had no idea who he was. Victor was like, yo, this, like, I was like, who is this guy? I know he's, he's verified on Twitter, but I don't know. Like, I just be in the hood listening to French Montana mixtapes. Like, I don't know who this is. And he was like, yo, that's the lead singer of Vampire Weekend. You don't know who Vampire Weekend is? I was like, nah. I was like, I have no idea. And he was like, bruh. Do you know what a Grammy is? Yeah, yeah exactly. He was like, <laughs> he's like, bruh. He's like, yo, my man has been on SNL like four times. Like, nobody's done that ever in the history of like, I was like, what? Okay. And so I go and we link up. And he's like, yo, Victor's like, do you mind if I come with you? I was like, please come. Because I was like, I'm going to be sitting here mad awkwardly, like not knowing what to say. <laughs> so I'm sitting there as we were just talking and, you know, kind of yapping, whatever. And it's like, what do, like, what is, what is, what's going to kick off this conversation? What's going to make us be like, yo, yeah, you know? And it was, it ended up being teaching because he taught before the band got signed and I was currently working as a para. And started trading stories of like, you know, what's it like to work in a public school in the hood, da da da, whatever, whatever. And it was like, yo, Let's do TV. Let's do a TV show. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do a TV show. You know what I'm saying? And, it was, and then, then, you know, the idea, the, the friendship was born there. Well, did that TV show end up being Neo Yokio or is it a different TV show? It's a show? different show. That's what I thought. That's, that's what written. I thought. Yeah, it's about a school. Okay, you know I mean? okay. Like working at a is it school. a live action? Because yeah. Neo Yokio, for those who don't know, is an animated show. It's brilliant. Mm. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's excellent. You know what I'm saying? So this is really exciting. And so this is a perfect example of something that you would do without Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So we wrote the show. Me and Ezra wrote the show with Nick Weidenfeld. Shout out to Nick Weidenfeld. Okay. Who we so Ezra. So we're talking whatever. We're like, yo, we're gonna do a show. Came up with the idea. Kind of, you know, went back and forth, kind of writing whatever. We, he would come. Up, he would come to the Bronx to my crib. And That's like chop hilarious. It up. Yeah, he I would, imagine him in like a three piece suit and like a foulard around his neck or something. <laughs> I will go scoop fancy. him up. I, will, I literally, I will go scoop him up from the six train, and you know, go back to my crib and like smoke an L. Like I would smoke an L. He'd just be like, you know, with the laptop. Or I love Ezra on the six. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, amazing. I can just imagine him like looking out the window. Yeah, like, totally. The reflections in the whites of his eyes. It's a nice graffiti, man. <laughs> I like the graffiti on the roof, Sam. Sir. But like, we, you know, we would link up and write. And um, then he was like, yo, when we had something like, you know, Kojin, he was like, yo, my man Nick Weidenfeld is a huge fan and he produces stuff and he's like in that world or whatever. Like, we should go pitch the show. So we go out to, um, this was like, this idea and all this happened like pre MTV. Mm. So when we got to MTV, the, Victor, Career GPS made sure that there was a carve out in the in the contract for you know uh, for me to write this show and and go forward with the show. Again, very rare because they like to own everything, everything. and like your children's stuff in perpetuity. Everything. Like yeah, yeah, you, you ain't lying. So and also it was not for them. It wasn't for Viacom. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, that was another like you know hill to climb or whatever. So he he finessed that, and we got to L.A. We're pitching, and I meet Nick, and he's just like, "Yo, this shit, this shit is brilliant." Like da da da. You know what I mean? Da da da. And serendipitously, Nick Weidenfeld ends up being the head of TV guy, head of programming Mm -hmm. at Viceland. So while we're kind of like languishing at MTV or whatever, 
he's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like we we went out, we pitched, we sold the show, the school shit. You know what I mean? We came, I came back, I was like feeling good, you know what I mean? Like, yo, we got to MTV, yo, you know what I'm saying? The whole time with the school show in the back of my mind. So when uh when Nick, you know what I mean, got got involved with the whole shit, fast forward, we're sitting on the set of a show that we're doing at MTV, I'm not even gonna say. And I get the call from Nick. Nick is like, yo, how long is your deal? Like, how long are you there? I was like, bro, we're actually, we're about to be out of this shit. And I had, yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of fed up because like I had gotten a part in Baywatch, the movie, <laughs> and I didn't, I couldn't do it because, oh, shit. yeah, because of MTV. And I'll never forget, like, I remember coming in and being mad as fuck and like telling Charlemagne and Charlemagne was like, Nick, you should have just did that shit. Right, right, right. Don't ask for permission. And I was just like, damn, but I was so shook because I was like, I didn't know. At this point, like, now I'm feeding my kids with this shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I didn't know, like, is it okay to do something like that and, like, violate whatever, you know. You got the eight mile soundtrack in the back of your head. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, so I was so pissed off because I was like, yo, and I thought it was going to be no big deal because Baywatch was Paramount and Paramount was Viacom. So I was like, oh, it's just with the same, yeah. It's the same umbrella, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. That wasn't the case. They were like, yo, now we need you for this, that. They needed me for something that I ended up not doing. So, like, I missed this movie because, you know, they had, you know, they had a first priority or first position for this one thing and blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. And I was just like, damn, I didn't care. All I knew was, like, I didn't get to meet The Rock. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I could have got to meet The Rock. Just you know being anointed by that energy, you know what I'm like, that Moana like, energy. And I'm just, like, so, like, confident in my, in my like, not not even charm, just, like, you know, personability, yeah, if that's yeah, a real yeah. world. You're, you're phenomenal, like, digitally, you're phenomenal, like, whatever. But in person, it is true. You yeah, do I'm have a, a very special guy. charisma. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm like, if I get in the trailer with this dude, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be having him crack up. Like, it's going to be lit. Like, but niggas going to be millionaires. So I was like, I, like, all those thoughts are running yeah, through my head. And I was sure. just like, bruh, I got this shit off a cold read with a fucking Yankee cap on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, had, I don't even have headshots. I still don't have headshots. And I got the shit, and I was just like, "Damn, bro!" And it was like worn the Tims to the beach, yeah. And it was like a nice, it was like a, it wasn't like a leading role, but it was a nice speaking role. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a speaking role. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't some shit like, "Oh shit, the rock." You know what I mean? It was like a legit. Yeah, that's like Like, money. Every time someone watches an in-flight, exactly. You know what I mean? So it was like, "Fuck," you know what I mean? So you know, fast forward. You know what I mean? We're talking to Nick, and he's like, "Yo, because I'm about to, I don't, I'm going to one of these three places." You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna name the two, but ends up being Viceland. You know, voila. We, Eric was already in the mix. Nick was in the mix. And just well, formed like Voltron. Yeah, it was yeah. it. We just all came to this one point, bling, you know what I mean? And made it happen. And then like, you know, a hundred and something episodes later, you know, here we are. That's incredible. That is a, a really b- bizarro story. And wild. amazing. Um, So, so you... Shout you, out to Ezra, bro, for real, for taking me out to LA because I met so many people out there. And that memory too. Yo. And also those LA meet and greet where they sniff Yo. your butt. Those things are so weird. Yo, it's crazy. You come out of it and you're like, what What even happened to Yo, me inside? Yo, I'm out here, bro. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in Silver Lake right now drinking green juice with Danielle from Heim and I'm like yo this dude right here I'm like yo and I'm meeting people and then like after the fact I'm like that's this dude right, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying like I'm just like oh shit oh shit I know if you were white you would have been excited the whole time yo I was like what the <laughs> fuck bro I was like yo y'all didn't tell me that was homie like so you do not at all feel like you are intrinsically tied to Jesus for like career stuff at all no I mean cause like like I said we both have we're both pretty good on our own you know what i'm saying like the the having us together really different yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like that's gonna i feel like that's natural that's gonna happen organically because this stuff that he's more into and the stuff that i'm more into because you i mean you want to act more no that's like the impression i I don't know i'm not mad like i'm not mad at acting like i feel it's funny because i'm like it's gonna sound like a really arrogant statement but i feel like it's easy 
Like, I feel like it's not hard at all. Like, I've done tons of acting. Like, I've had lied to police and shit. Like, I've done... <laughs> you know what I'm like, that's the hardest acting you could do is in front of a fucking judge. But don't you think a little bit... Because I do agree with you that your acumen and your unbridled talent is awe-inspiring. But don't you think so much of your success and the sort of, like quickness of the trajectory is mm-hmm. attributable to the fact that you started doing this as an adult yeah i mean i i think it's i think if i would have started doing this shit as like a teenager or some shit i don't know that i would be where i'm at right because i feel like i would have got a little taste of that and, and it just, wouldn't have been the long con yeah, yeah i would have totally. just wild out and be like yo a hundred thousand dollars what? It's fucking lit. I like, know, mic drop. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Totally. Like, you know what I mean? So now, doing this shit as an adult, you're like, yeah, that ain't that much money. So, would you ever move to LA? Um, probably not because my wife would never move to LA. And like, she's a real person yeah, with a heart. She, yeah, she's like, I, she's like, I've been to LA. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's kind of phony. Like, I don't really like it. Like, you know, I'm an East Coast person. Like, that's it. I'm like, I respect that. Do you yeah. ever worry that you're going to be so famous that your children will be on reality shows? I, I, I actually dream for the day where my kids are like basically Lil Pump. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. But I'm like, I kind of. Yeah, Is kinda, that called collateral damage? Like, what are we talking? Like, really? That's what you want? You know what's ill? Like, I, you always want to give your kids. Like, my parents came to this country and did what they did because they wanted to give me shit that they never had. Like, they wanted me to play Nintendo. They wanted me to, like, have a bike. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I want to do the same thing for my kids. So I was like, I want you to have a Porsche. You know what I mean? At 17 or some stupid shit like that. Do you really? I kind of do. Do you, you want know what that? Mean? They're, they're I just, but I want them to be grounded, though. Like, I want to, like, I want to somehow maintain their grip on reality while also also being kind of dicks. I feel like you have to be very unpredictable. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like the lessons <laughs> at the last possible moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, no, like, I, like, I don't know. I just want them to have a lot of because I, I, it's funny because me and my wife talk about that a lot. That's of like, course. It's a topic that we yeah. talk about. And it's now like, you have a daughter. Yeah, Hello, you know what I mean? please. Yeah. You know, so it's like we'll sit down and be like, you know, do you really want this? Do you want the kids to experience this and that? And I'm like, yo, I would love my kids to have access to shit. Because you look at people that are older now that kind of grew up in that life. Like, Rashida Jones to me is an ill example because it's like, bro, you have pictures with Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Like, you and Tupac just chilling. Like, she told that story about Michael Jackson's (laughs) monkey biting her and I was like, bro, that's so ill. But I I thought when you said... Access. I was thinking like like higher education. Like, oh yeah, no, that like, too. That too. That and too. You're like Tupac and Michael Jackson's <laughs> monkey biting. Her. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. And like, but also like this. So you want to be like Quincy important. Jones levels of like influential. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And have my kids chilling with so and so and such and such, and just you picking did marry up. Marry white woman. <laughs> <laughs> yo, they let me in the club now. And shit, like yo, just, do you have do you have what you need? And I'm like yes, here. Open up my coach. She comes. Yeah, like, hey, totally. I have two master's degrees. Yeah, yeah. you coming out to Passover Seder? Um, do you? Who is the biggest deal white person that you've met in a business capacity up to this point? The biggest deal white person. Mm-hmm. Um, I am from the hood, so I just put a dollar amount value on everything, okay. and I would. Pro- you know what? I was gonna say Philippe Dumont, the dude from Viacom, because yeah, he just yeah. when I met him, he was like. Daddy Warbucks. I heard his name is just Phil, and he made it Frenchy, he made, yeah. and it's like a thing. Probably because We're he had both no get murdered now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, when motherfuckers throw a black hood on our head when we yeah. walk out of here and take us to the fucking waterboard us. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I was gonna say him, but it's actually Shane Smith. Like when we hung out with him, I seen him 
we were coming out the studio like early, like one of the earlier uh, episodes of the show, and he was in the building visiting or whatever, and we kind of ran up on him and we're like, yo, what up? You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, oh, what? shit, hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, guys, well, how you doing? Hell, you know? And um, I was like, yo, listen, man, we just started the show, but this shit's going to do numbers. He's like, yo, if the shit does numbers, you got to take us gambling and do some wild shit. And he was like, if, if, the, if the show does what I think it should do, then I'm, got, I'm taking you guys to Vegas. I was like, I'm going to hold you to that. Have you gone to Vegas yet? He took us to the Canelo Chavez fight, had us up in the Bellagio. Had us up at the fucking private MGM casino with fucking Maverick Carter, Steve Stout, like all these like wild rich motherfuckers. Like we walk past this, it was this private casino. We walk past his room and you just see mad like, I want to say Chinese dudes just sitting in there with the wild business suits, smoking mad bogeys and playing mad John. Like, yo, and and those colors, the chips that they got, I'm like, bruh. Those are $25,000 chips, bro. They're and like, they got stacks. It was like Amex Centurion yo, card chips. <laughs> yo, serious. I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. Wow. Are you nervous in that moment? Or are you just kind of like... I'm smacked. I'm just enjoying it. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, funny because like... I'm city, yeah. yeah it's, I'm, sitting next, I'm sitting next to Shane at dinner and I was just like, yo... I was like, this is crazy, B. Like, this is a wild dress code restaurant. I'm in here with fucking sweatpants and like a that's fitted the, on. That's the sickest flex, You know right? what I mean? We just walk to in somewhere. still be you. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you're allowed to be yourself amongst Yakubs, like you're you're doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. So I have two last questions for you and then I will let you celebrate the holidays with your beautiful family. Yeah. Um, what is the most crucial thing you learned while teaching middle school? <sighs> that you can't let one like sad story like kind of drain you you know what i mean like you can't let one failure kind of crush you because like when you experience like when you work with these kids like you take their future i mean me personally like i took their future seriously because it was like yo i'm kind of responsible for this like a lot of the times those kids looked at me as kind of like an older brother because i went to that same school i would always do the same shit and be like yo 1998 yearbook that's me motherfucker like i came here i'm from here <laughs> i'm not some teach for america motherfucker like i'm from here you like move like a brick you're like i hit that joint there that's right that was me <laughs> that fucking joint of haracas cacas that's mine be from 99 you know what i'm saying like fuck out of here and like so i i really kind of like invested myself in these kids and a lot of them were somehow tied to 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 my past. So like it would be like the son of like my homeboy's mm. cousin or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? And a lot of the times like shit wouldn't go good for these kids. You know what I mean? Like I remember I came out and it was like the second to last day to sc- of school. And I was like, "Yo, this is wild. Like nothing has happened. That's so that's wild in, in the school this year. Like nothing wild, wild, wild." Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like no shootings, no whatever. And that same fucking day, this kid was coming out of school and another kid that was uh, I guess being bullied by him or something like that came to the school with a knife and I'm walking out. He runs up on the kid and stabs him and the dude just collapses on the floor. I run inside. I'm like, yo, there's some wild shit popping off outside and the kid ended up dying. <gasps> yeah. And I was just like, damn. And I knew the kid and I knew the kid that did th- that stabbed him. So it's like when you know, like it's yeah, not just like, it's totally. not just random news on news 12 anymore. Right. It's like, wow, bro, that was, you know what I'm saying? That was Timothy and, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck. yeah, you know their family, you, you know, know what what their saying? mothers look like. Yeah, oh, you God. know, and it's like, but you got to learn like to not let that shit kind of like sap your energy because if it does, bro, you're you're cooked. I mean, that's the other thing about you. It's like, we all are like, LOL, they said, avoid the bookings, beloved. Yeah. And like, they come from this place that is, you know, quote unquote violent. You guys really have lived it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's I don't see some wild shit, but it's like, like I said, it's like most people would hear that shit and be like, whoa, what the fuck? But it's like, to me, it was like everyday shit. Now that I'm an adult mm-hmm. and I'm looking back and I'm, prov- and I'm providing like a different type of environment for my kids, 
I'm looking at it like, damn, that was fucking crazy. That is fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, why did you do that? <laughs> like, why were you there at yeah. that time? You know what I mean? Like, what were you doing at this build in this building at 3 a.m. and blah blah? You were 13. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? What is there? going on in your life yeah. that you were there? Yeah, you know? totally. And what is the crucial lesson, if any, that you learned at the Lehman Brothers mailroom? Mm. In the Lehman Brothers mailroom, I learned that you can use the phone mad recklessly as long as it's not the phone at your station. You know what I mean? So oh. if you want to call the New York donut and be on the hot chat line, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For like a dollar twelve a minute or something. Like. Do this shit from homie next door to you. No, nah, but I, there it was like just I that's when I realized like this nine to five shit. Uh I don't know if I could do it forever. Especially, How old were you? I was like nineteen no, to late teens. And it was like I like maybe not nine to five necessarily, but like that type of like corporate environment like it was like nah because i seen so much shit like being like working in the mailroom and then working with like the it people but not really knowing shit about computers and just kind of being like hand manning the phone type shit yeah i was like bro they like people treat you very differently it's like we all work at lehman brothers but it's like you right upstairs downstairs yeah. it's like downton abbey yeah. shit fucking, yeah you know totally I mean? and i've i picked that up early and i was like wow this is fucking whack you know what I mean? Like, I hate this feeling of being like, you know, you're a lesser. You know what I mean? That's what all, that's what corporate America is about. And then just struggling up that fucking ladder. Yeah. yeah for, fuck for pennies. And then you get to the top and then like it's, the real reward is looking down on people. You know what I mean? Like, it's no, because it's not like a crazy, yeah. there might be a financial reward, but yeah. it's like the reality is like you stepped on motherfuckers heads to get here. Meanwhile, entertainment is like getting helicoptered in yeah. with a little ladder <laughs> dropping down with the spotlight and yeah, just be like, swanning in in like a little jumpsuit. You know what I mean? Like fan man. <laughs> well, okay, so I lied to you. This is actually my last question. No, Are you in therapy? Yeah, I do. I go all the time. I go, all the time. I go every Friday. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's your one day off yeah. in your life. Yeah. yeah, I go. I go right after the podcast. Like, and it's it's dope because it's like my my wife has a therapist, and she was like, "You should go to therapy. You should go to therapy. You should go to therapy." Like, you're like you, you're angry a lot about weird things, like whatever. You should go to therapy. And I was like, "That's some white people shit." You know, yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah. out of here because that's like oh, that's a really big deal. And like, I don't know if I can't speak for all people of color, but I know. No, my mother calls mental illness. Um, the bitching of a full belly. Right. Where, like, everything else is so satisfied yeah. that you're looking for fucking trouble. Right. So it's like, th th there's already that stigma attached to it. Like, yeah. oh, tu, tu eres loco. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. go to a therapist. So, but it's not like that. It's just like, bro, like, you're somebody that I can talk to about anything that's impartial. You know what I mean? Like, whose only function is to make me feel okay about also, what, how I'm living. There's probably a ton of trauma in your life. And also, your entire life is to gorge upon all the shitty garbage fire six ad world news yeah. like plankton and just regurgitate and, it to yeah. you in a very funny way totally yeah. that's like that that machinery is expensive oh, there's been times where i'm like oh, like this is easy but it's it's make makes my anxiety fucking go through the roof sometimes do you have anxiety yeah yeah for sure yeah, and it's funny because my mom definitely has anxiety too. But she, she like she said, something else. she's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I get nervous sometimes. That's regular, you know. That's okay, you know. It's normal. But I'm like, Ma, you shouldn't be freaking out because you're two minutes late to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be having like a full blown like, hi, I no 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 no, I no 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 because you're gonna be five minutes late to a family lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like right. nobody cares. You know what I mean? So it's like, but she doesn't buy into that. So I knew. I'm like, I am my mother's son. You know what I'm saying? Like I know like all those traits are were passed down to me. So it's right. like. I'm 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 50% FIFA and 50% Tito. You know what I'm saying? Like the <laughs> the temper and everything comes from my dad and then like the anxiety comes from my mom. So right. I'm like an angry anxious dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know growing I mean? tumors you like just, yeah. Yeah. you know so like you need 
a sounding board. You know what I mean? Like, and they can't always be your partner or your friends or whoever, because it's like those people have their role. own shit. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they have their own shit, and they play a certain role in your life. Because and and it's not to be your therapist. Your therapist is supposed to be a therapist. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And. Is that predominantly what you do for self-care, that and, like, walking around Target smacked? Yeah, I, like, all the smack, like, I do, it's funny, because I do, like, it feels really good to do an Instagram Live, like, right after the show, and people are like, yo, I really fucked with this, I really fucked with that, and I really listen to people, and be no, like... No, I know, actually, you're it, very, sometimes I go into there, and yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? it's and very cute like, in there. Like, yo, why are you high dancing to reggaeton? Like, can you talk to, I'm like, all right, give me five minutes, I'm gonna dance to reggaeton, and be myself, you know what I'm saying, for a moment, and I'm gonna answer your questions. Yeah, you do like an AMA in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I love doing that because it's like, I'm doing this, like, the reason I'm here is because of y'all. Okay, fan love. You know what All I'm right. saying? For real, no, it's true. Like, it's, I'm like, yo, if y'all don't fuck with this shit, I'll be asked out. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I gotta listen to y'all. You know what I mean? Like, to a certain extent. Like, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Right, it's like, not the Truman Show or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, to a certain extent, I, I gotta listen to y'all, you know, but on the flip side, I'm like, yo, I gotta do me. <laughs> Well, on that note, thank you for doing you. And thank you for doing it so joyfully. That's like the best part. You're still stoked. Like I'll see you on, I'll see you talking to Fat Joe and he's telling you to buy a house in Jersey. So you go buy a house in Jersey. But you're also so geeked and so stoked. And when he laughs at your jokes, like you freak out. And I saw you, like even like you and like Erica Badu, I was like, this is so cute. <laughs> I feel like she was being a DD because after the show, everybody's like, yo, she went in on you because you light skinned, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, that's what it looked like. But then after the show, she was like, yo, I'm so proud of you. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh, shit. No, that's, th- but that's the thing. It felt like the type of setting <sighs> where it's just like, she was fucking with you. And yeah. like, because you can tell if, when fucking Erica Badu is actually upset at you. Oh, yeah. And it was not that. Nah, it, was it was fucking cute. Yeah, it was funny. And then we did the the little promo for the show, and she like kicked her shoe off or whatever. It was, just, it was bugged out. Yeah. And it, to me, it's like Erica, it's fucking Erica Badu. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like the same thing, like you said, with Fat Joe, with Method Man, with, with the locks. All these people I fan out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, bro, I came up on this shit. You know what I mean? Like I told Erica, that shit is a true story. Like the the Badu lives shit is in my <laughs> stuck in my 05 of course <laughs> That was not a joke. Like it was a funny story, but it was. But also, it was, it was actually yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Well. Thank you. Mary, thank you. Bye. <laughs> hey Cool Job is recorded at Red Bull Arts New York. Special thanks to Hassan Insane, Joseph Hazen, Max Wolf, and the song you hear is I'm in Love with My Life by Phases. <laughs>